Check this out. Pikachu. This is a Pikachu Van Gogh card. See that? What does that mean? You found your, you found, you <laughs> what found does, your hold on. You found mean? your comic books and your magic cards. Is that what's going on? <laughs> They're together at last. So oh, wow. this is this is a. It says on it. It says it's a Pika portrait, <laughs> and you could only get this. Um, there's two ways you could get this. The way I got it was I ordered it from the Pokemon site like a month wow. ago. Uh, and you can only get it if you ordered $30 worth of anything on the Pokemon site. So I ordered a bunch of cards. I've never really had Pokemon cards, so now I have packs. Wow. Um, and the it was either that or uh, if you were at the Van Gogh uh, Museum back in the summer for the opening of the Pikachu exhibit, which honestly looked like it was Black Friday. Like it was like a freaking brawl. People beating the shit out of each other, trying to get these cards or like bigger prints of them. So I thought that, that was super cool. And I recently got this, wow. got this sent in. Uh, so I now have a Pikachu Van Gogh. I think the top bid for it on eBay right now is like 60 or 70 bucks US. Ooh, so pretty wow. sweet, man. Listen, bear market, take wins, collect cool stuff where you can. But this is this is the kind of person I am now. Is Pikachu it, Van Gogh really gets me going? This is what happens when LG misses out on the Wemby Sports Illustrated for Kids debut card. Oh, he settles for a Van Gogh Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, that's the best thing. Wow. Okay. Um, Those are, yeah. Well, wait, hold on. Your reaction to what I just said leads me to believe that, like, is that thing mooning or what? Are people going no, nuts? No, it's mooning, okay. but I actually, so there's actually something you can order. It's funny you brought that up because you can actually order the first slam cover with Wemby. It's not his oh, first shit. cover, but it's the Spurs one. Uh, and you can order, mm. I think it's like nine bucks US. So American, and to ship it to Canada, would probably be a pain. So um, maybe we'll get it shipped somewhere in the US. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's his first Spurs slam cover. He was on the cover last year of slam uh, in his Metro 92 outfit as like, you know, he's the next one. Kind of like the, kind of like, you know, the, the famous LeBron, I think slam or sports illustrated i don't know whatever the one you know which one i'm talking about yes i think i think it was slam you know that one yeah yes so anyways i kind of like that kind of stuff i I don't know i mean it's very different than pikachu van gogh uh but the wemby like magazine cover also are magazines even gonna exist in 20 years probably not so i love the idea of like having that so you can even if you missed out on the sports illustrated wemby card uh you can totally get the slam wemby cover i think for (laughs) another like week or two Speaking of magazines, I, I, kids these days will never know kind of like what we used to go through with magazines. Like you'd go to the corner store, whether it's your 7-Eleven or, or, your, or your Becker's here in Canada mm-hmm. or Becker. the store we used to go to like Toronto Star. Mm-hmm. And if you were under age, as in under the age of 18 or 19, you always mm-hmm. had those adult magazines on the top shelf. And it was always like you'd pretend to be looking at the sports ones and then all of a sudden you'd look at the ones at the top. And the clerk would always be like, he could have like 10 people in line 
and he'd be staring right at you or your group in case you touch that first page and even dare open that magazine you're getting thrown out of there and i remember i remember it was wild man like you had Mm -hmm. to distract the guy to even take a peek at those things and Mm -hmm. um it was hilarious i get all the kids magazines on the bottom and all all the all the other stuff magazine on the bottom and the top shelf was reserved for that only i don't know if it's still like that i like do those magazines even still exist Probably not. Like, okay, Playboy probably because Playboy the brand is about way more than just you know, we you know, adult. Well, they tried to be about NFTs. They tried to make NFTs at one point, right? But there used to be like a selection of like thirty different magazines like that, Mm. and I can bet you, I don't know. I I haven't been in a convenience store of that. I want to tell it in a very long time. I don't know. We need someone to go check it out. I'm gonna check it out next time. I'm pumping gas at (laughs) Seven Eleven. I really don't think it exists anymore. I don't even think there are magazines in stores outside of like, you know, Indigo or Chapters or those big those big retailers. I, I don't know what it is in the U.S. I was oh Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble is that yeah. books? Yeah, that's books. Walgreens. Walgreens. <laughs> Walgreens. CVS. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, interesting. Hold on. Speaking of stuff like that, I, I actually have to I have to say something uh, because oh. I've been seeing a lot of this. But what's up with the thefts, man? Have you seen that? The ones where like people just randomly go into the stores and take whatever the hell they want and they get away with it. Did you see that? Hasn't You've that, seen those, I mean, right? Like they go into retail stores. There's like 20 people with masks on. Or, or oh, COVID it's like a raid. And, and, and they just take everything they want and nobody oh, yeah. can do anything about it. Like it's like a pair of employees who get involved and try and stop them apparently get fired and charged for trying to stop. Wow. So for me as an employee, I don't know if I could ever just sit there. I know it's not my business. Like if I worked at Walmart, and I saw these people coming in and just taking everything and running out with it. I'd be tripping every single one of them, or at least I'd be doing something. I can't, I can't help myself. You know what I mean? Like, I think, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's, I feel like that's just something that young people do, and that maybe like they do because they see yeah. it oh, on the for internet. Sure. Here you go. But, but it's it's literally. here in Canada now more so than ever. Here you go. Yeah, it's just a bunch of kids stealing. I think but, they're just robbing. But H&M. they come back in. They come back. They don't care. Like they, they go to the yeah. car. They throw all the stuff in there. They come yeah. back in, they grab what they missed. Still yeah. nothing happens. Employees yeah. are not allowed to touch them. But yeah. all of that LG changed about two weeks ago here Uh-oh. in Toronto Uh-oh. when there had been a string of jewelry store robberies. Broad oh, daylight. That's that's, jewelry is very different than okay. like 10 t-shirts. So, so but, but at the malls here in Toronto, people are robbing yeah. jewelry stores. Three or four guys go inside. They smash the glass. They take what they want and nobody does anything about it. Okay, They, they get away free. They walk out. But these robbers picked the wrong place. They picked a strip mall in Scarborough, okay, like a small mall called Majestic Mall. Oh, yeah. And all the Sri Lankan, they call them uncles in the comments, okay, Uh took matters into their own hands, okay? Uh These these two robbers tried to make an escape with a gazillion loads of jewelry. They got jumped by like 20 different guys. One guy had a metal pole smashing the guy's legs. They, they're gonna wish they had never ever touched that mall and i'm like you know what though i kind of get it because a lot of cultures uh and i was talking to one of my friends who's from india you know what he told me he goes in india at the market you take as much as an apple you better see what kind of mob is coming after you oh yeah it, it's not like hey hold on let me call the cops let's see let's no. let's call the cops no 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 no, no, no. all the elders all anyone they can find they're they're gonna follow you and get you and it's not gonna end well for you Oh yeah, it's so, a self self-regulation society, self-regulating yeah, society, right. self-regulating culture. <laughs> so, oh yeah. So these guys mess with the wrong mall. Uh, all yeah. the old uncles came out with like bats and sticks. 
And, um, and, and, and ironically enough, every single one of them got arrested for assault for holding these guys down oh, yeah. and, and pinning so you them, can't right? Do that. Yeah, you, you can't, can't do you that. Can't, you, you can't do that. Yeah. But Not they here. will, they will probably get off in the sense that they were protecting property. And, you know, I'm sure in that, in cases like that, a judge would be like, you know, all right, I get it. You know what I mean? Like you guys were doing what the cops should be doing. <laughs> but anyway, did I ever tell uh, you, do you remember when I worked at the candy store when I was like 15? Yes, I do remember on Young Street. Do you remember how I stopped a robbery there? Do you remember yeah, this? I, 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 okay. I, I remember that. I'll tell you the story bit. for the listeners. This is my first job, and it was right by mom's office, and it was at a store called Sugar Mountain. Okay, and there was like five locations in Toronto. Sugar Mountain. And this is like when you're like a teenager, that's the best job you could ever have is working at a candy store uh, where it's your job to like take the candy bins to the back. Like it's like a bulk candy store. It's like an incredible candy store. And you, you know, my job is take the bins to the back and refill them. So I just eat half of it on the way. It was incredible. <laughs> but once, you know, and, and actually my manager knew that like other kids, teenagers were coming in there and like robbing the place sometimes like that. They just come in and like sneak a couple chocolate bars in their pockets and like leave. <laughs> so he developed a code for me that when oh. he was, he thought that maybe some people were, were thieves. He, he would, he would tell, he would ask me how my grandmother is. And once we're at the back of the store and there's these three, like, I don't know, 14-year-old kids and they have all their golfing equipment with them. And he's like, Luke, how's your grandma? Oh, wow. <laughs> I just, like, kind of froze. I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, I just, mm -hmm. I didn't even answer properly. Great. And then I kind of watched the kids <laughs> and they left. They weren't the thieves. Maybe they were and they noticed that I was I was kind of looking at them. Anyways, a week or two later, another group of kids come, comes in and I can tell immediately that they're shady. Like, you could just tell. I could just, I could just tell the way they were kind of, like, you know, they have their hands in their pockets and they're kind of like looking around. Like, it's like really obvious that they're like super nervous that they're about to steal something. Like you could just sense it. And they're a little younger, maybe like 12, maybe 13. So I kind of walk by them. And I'm like, hello, guys. And they're like, hi. And they're standing at one of the fridges. And we had all these cool drinks from like England and Europe and all this place. And I walk by them I'm like, what's up, guys? They're like, hey. And then I keep walking. But then as I'm walking, I, I turn back, you know, I do the look back, which they think I'm, I'm looking the other way. And I literally see one of them like take oh. and like put it in his jacket pocket. Oh, and he's wearing like a tight jacket too, so it's like really obvious that he has this like can. <laughs> and and I and my heart just starts beating like crazy. I'm like, holy shit! I just saw a guy. He just Here stole. We go. It. Here we go. And the thing is, is that you, you don't you didn't steal it until you leave the store. You know what I mean? Like you, yes. you could go to a store, right. put a thousand things in your pockets. <laughs> and so long as you're in the store, you can walk around for an hour if you that's want. That's a good to. point, actually. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Oh, yeah. You're right. You, you know, you're right. Putting something in your pocket is not a crime. Like they get it like, and if they nabbed you for that, be like, I was going to pay for that. You that's know, that's you can, the next thing we're going to see is groups of people going into stores, grabbing a bunch of shit, running full speed through the whole store. And actually not take in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's your kind of prank. Yeah. That's okay. Prank. And what would you do to these kids? You give them a beat. Well, down okay, or what? So only one kid. So they're heading for the exit. And at this point, I'm so nervous. And I'm like, I'm going to bust this guy. But I don't even know what I'm going to do or what I'm going to say. And I forgot, forget about the part where he has to leave the store. So he's like, a, he's like opening the door to go out. And I tap him on the shoulder. And I'm like, hey, man, what's in your pocket? Oh. And he's just like looks down and his huge shape of like a can. It was like a tall boy of like some kind of fruity soda. And he's like a tube. Like he just doesn't know what to say. And I'm like, let me see it. And he like, op like he turns his jacket pocket and opens it like that. And I look in and I'm like, that's a can from the store and you're stealing it. Oh. And he's like, okay. And I was like, okay, come with me. 
and he we walk around the counter and his friends like shit their pants and run away of course and i don't i don't know where i got this i honestly have no idea i hadn't thought of this ever to do this to him but and he hasn't left the store but i clearly caught him red-handed we walk around the side of the counter i grab the phone because back then every store has a phone and I get, give him the phone. I'm like, you call your parents and you tell them what you did. Wow. And obediently, like he's like, he's a good kid. You know what I mean? Like he's just, he's a good kid. So he like brings up the phone and dials his wow. parents. <laughs> and he tells them, he's like, hey, you know. And then he's like, okay, they're going to come get me. They live pretty far. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, you can just have a seat in the chair. So he sits down, and like an hour later, his parents show up. Wow, he could have just left. Mom is like freaking crying, and they come in and they just go to him and just destroy him, like just Ah. start yelling at him, just obliterating him. And he's like, oh. And then they come to me, and the dad's like, thank you so much, you know. And then they just leave. (sighs) And my manager was like, well, Luke, technically he didn't do anything wrong because he didn't leave the store, but he's like. You clearly did something good. So he gave me like a free t-shirt from the stores. Like free that, t-shirt. Wow. Yeah, I got a free the, t-shirt. The same as Wieners did for you. Yeah, basically. Yeah. That guy did as much for me as, as Wieners did. Um, that, that is anyways, crazy. That's my, that's my, uh, uh, you know, sugar mountain cop story, basically. Like the, I'll, I'll, the, the well, sugar cop. Okay. So tell me if this would qualify for this LG. And, and I want to know this mom and dad, I know you're listening. You're going to have to close your ears for this. This is like an admission of something that you're going to be like, oh, my God. I know you guys love these. So you remember these when you used to go to the convenience store, like the Beckers I was talking about? There was all these little candies, and you could put them in a little plastic bag, and then they'd be like five cents each. You'd have those red feet that taste like cinnamon. You'd have the sour. <laughs> you know the keys, like the huge keys, like the, the sour keys? Oh, yeah. I know. That, were, I that were 25 sure. cents. It taste no, the, the feet. feet. Yeah, the that. feet. Yeah. So you put yeah. them all in a bag. Okay, yeah. and then you'd get to the front. You had the little watermelons and shit like that. And you'd get to the front and you'd pay. Like the guy would count what you have in there. They're all five cents. If you got the big sour key, it was 25 cents, right? And that was like the big ticket item. But this one time, and just one time, because I know, Mom, you, you're still listening for sure. Um, just this one time, there was such a big lineup at the Beckers that while I was staying in line or standing in line, I ate like two or three of them. <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't say anything at the front. <laughs> it was it was kind of like a screw you for waiting, making me uh-huh. wait so long while somebody plays the lotto for five hours, right? It was like re- ringing up like thirty pro lines at the front. And I was getting pissed. I'm like, man, I just want my candy. And um, and I, I ate I ate two or three feet while I was in line, and I never wow. said. Wow, so that's that's as far as my entire career of theft goes. So if I get a free pass on that, I hope that's okay. But uh, I don't think Becker's or formerly whatever it is now, I don't think Becker's has a poster of me up at their head offices as one of the, the most wanted of all time for stealing those. Becker's things. doesn't even exist anymore. I don't think so. I think but I, I think figured they may have changed to something else or somebody bought yeah. them out. And I'm not sure. But maybe right. Jean Coutu bought them out. Or no. <laughs> Couchetard. Couchetard or whatever the hell it's. Couchetard like. is also now Circle K. That's is also really? Gone. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. All the, so we used to have Max wow. in Canada. Max was bought by Circle K. And Circle K is like the new thing. Wow. Everything is Circle K now. Uh, and in the U.S., right. I know you guys have Circle K too. It's an American. Really? Brand. I didn't yeah. even see. Oh, I've never seen them now. Oh yeah, it's all tur- it's all turning into Circle K now. Wow. Um, all right. Okay. Nice. Well, I want to know. I want to know from the audience, Phil. People that listen regularly, tell us in the YouTube comments or wherever else you can, Discord chat. You tell us 
about the thing you stole once from the from the convenience store. Okay, tell us what your feet you ate in line, or or chocolate bar you snuck in your pocket, or if you're a listener and I'm the guy who busted you at Sugar Mountain way back in like you know 1998 or whatever year it was, then then let us know if that's you, and maybe I want to know I want to know what happened to you if that's if you're that kid. I want to know what kind of life you have now. Uh, if you became a criminal or if you became a famous person or something like that. I think things like that are not signs. I mean, if it was a repeated thing with kids where kids were doing that all the time and they, and they yeah. were doing it on their own, I yeah. would think that there's an issue there. But if it's something you did in a group of friends and, yeah. and it, for me, the age is everything. Okay. If they're really young, all right, I'm willing to kind of give them a pass on that. Uh, make no mistake about it. I wasn't like 16 or 17 when I ate those candies. I was way younger than that. You were 27. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. So, but uh, I'm just saying, but you know, it's funny now because now there is no more of that. I was actually at a, a Toronto Maple Leafs game recently at the Scotiabank Arena and they've got, so, okay. So the concession stands have huge lineups. You know how it is, right? LG, if you don't leave like two minutes before the end of the period or the quarter, oh, you're screwed or you're, you're, you're yeah, not making it back till maybe like mid second no. period or maybe even after the next quarter. Oh, you're yeah, not you coming, you're purposely done. miss some game action yeah. if you want to have any chance of getting a beer at a reasonable time, yeah, or even take a piss, man. You're, you're there for hours, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, um, oh, yeah. So, unless you're at the Taylor Swift concert, in which case, there's nobody, yeah, nobody that's else, right, nobody you're the only guy. Actually, speaking of that, one of our good friends uh, in a first mid day one, Chester Hester, he's a big Oregon Ducks fan or Oregon, uh, Oregon State Beavers fan. And at their big game against Washington this past weekend, did you see the video of that guy went viral? He he just starts pissing in the middle of like the mezzanine like he just some old guy and he's just like screw waiting in line. I'm just going to whip it out and start pissing. Some lady's like, excuse you. And he's he's got like the river of the century coming out of him. Like it, the thing, it's all over Twitter. This thing is just free flowing. You don't see anything vulgar, but you see this guy pissing on a post as just people walk by. Tons of people walking by. The game's going on. You can hear the crowd in the background. And the guy's just just letting go right there in the mezzanine. Um, so on, I got it. I got it. Okay, here we go. If you're on, if you're not on YouTube, you need to head to YouTube. You there need to go. see here this. Is, this yeah, is insane. Yeah, this one's there we go. <laughs> Well, here I always put the, I always put the links in the description. There it is, dude. That is uh, the game is going on right now. I was like, a and I like you beat. can see the steam coming off the team. The lady is like, are you serious? This is the most. Are you serious? Man, that is yeah. how ridiculous is that? Like, where's security, man? That's ridiculous. Um, you but go, I kind of get it go. though. I've been at a Bills game where I just can't hold it anymore. And I'm like, man, if I have to wait one more minute in line, this thing's coming out. But um, back to my point. So the Scotiabank Arena here, you know what they have now to avoid these lineups? They have one of those markets where you walk in and you so you swipe your card, like your debit or your credit card on the way in. Yeah. And these cameras watch you. And like there's some sort of detection system that sees what you take. And all you do is take what you want. There's beer in there. There's popcorn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it knows what you got. So you leave, gone. You don't swipe ever again. You pick your own shit. You're gone and you're back at your seats in two minutes. But I'm like, I asked the lady, I'm like, how how do you guys know what I took? Like, are you serious? What if I take two beers and you charge me for four? Mm -hmm. I'm not Mm -hmm. dealing with that shit, right? Like what, they got to go go look at the cameras? I'm not dealing with that. So, and, And there was nobody in there. There was literally nobody in there. Nobody wants anything to do with that type of kind of like, I picture that as something they do in like North Korea. 
right? Because you yeah. see all these fake well, videos of North Korea, and that's what you see things like that. Amazon, Amazon was actually testing stores like that a couple of years ago in Seattle. That's right. I remember that. like you walk in, that. you scan your ID, and then it just knows what you're. Or it's doing. on your card or something like that, like on your grocery. Yeah, card. and it just knows. Yeah. what like it just follows you through the store. Um, but. Yeah, but there's nobody in there. You could tell the traditional sports crowd. I was like, yeah, I don't think so. I'm, I'm going to stand in line you, okay. and, and bitch all game about Here's Here's line. a question for you. When you, okay, it's between the, the second and third period, you're at a Leafs game and you've had like four beers and you got to piss and you forgot to go before the end of the period. So you go, you go out into the, the, the grand, like whatever it is, the, the mezzanine and the lineup. It's not even a lineup. It's just like a, a, a mush of dudes all trying to go into the bathroom at the same time. That's and you know it it's going to take at least like five to ten minutes for you to piss, but like literally you're about to explode. How much would you pay to swipe your card to go into a urinal where you can pay immediately or pee immediately? Oh, man, that's the tough. Premium. Yeah, I, I have. It's I have a good a, way to maximize. Very, very good tolerance. So for me, it's almost never an issue. But if it when you got to go, you got to go. It's like really tough to hold it when you're like. And I feel that it, you you it never happens in real life. It only happens at sporting events because you kind of drink out of control at sporting events sometimes, right? That's what and I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right? Like you're you're in places where you know you'll fountain, be able to something about like fountain beer like that. The way that you just makes you yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if I'd pay for that. Like to be up, but but in the moment though, I probably in the moment that's what I'm saying. Like, you're 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 well, my kidneys are about to explode, you're pretty yeah. Buzzed, yeah, and you're in this mush of dudes. I'd swipe waiting. that card. I'd swipe that card for like 10 bucks. And you're yeah. about to pee. Yeah, okay, yeah. You'd pay that's 10 a good bucks. idea. We should start that, man. We should start like these secret pop up washrooms that we pop up at every yeah. Premium P tent, yeah, where the door and they like, give you like a mint after or something like that. You know, the what door I mean? like you swings get, open, like it's like a porta potty, and like <laughs> feels like you get zoomed into another orbit, and then you go right in, then you pee immediately. That's pretty good. I like that. I know that women would like that too because they they have the same issue. Sometimes some of these events, like you said, like a Taylor oh, yeah. Swift concert. Can you imagine oh. the women's washrooms at Taylor Swift? Yeah, that's all there is. The ratio yeah. is like thousand girls to one guy. Yeah, yeah that's. that's not, I mean, I will say they're probably not drinking as much. It's probably not like a beer right. fest like You're it is right. for like a regular sports game, but definitely. definitely, yeah, that could be. Right? And yeah, and anyways, that's pretty wild. I don't know how we got here, but yeah, it's an interesting conversation because well, started, I, I mean, will... we started with Pikachu Van Gogh, and then we talked about violent robberies, and then we talked about now we talk about premium pissing. I, so I will say this because. Um, at the Buffalo Bills Stadium, which is a pretty old stadium now, yeah. they still have the old school urinals that they had at the old Maple Leaf Gardens oh, yeah. here in Toronto, like the oh, which is like a trough. It's a big trough, and for those who don't know what that is, it's like a huge like bathtub type of thing. That, but like it's like you just stand beside other guys and piss yeah. into like a, a a a big steel bin that just flows like a river. So as you're pissing in this bin. Other yeah. guys' piss is flowing by like the it looks like Niagara Falls almost, just like a huge river just flying by. And it's weird. Guys are trying to turn sideways, but if you turn sideways and the next guy's right there, and he might be aiming your way. So you try to go back the other way. It's a disaster. <laughs> it really is. Uh, it's and 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 because there's no spots, guys are dying to go and they're about to explode. They just guys shove themselves into the tiniest space and they just start going. I'm like, what are you doing? It's a mess. Mm. It's a real mm. mess. It's pretty disgusting. Yeah. And uh, you don't have too many of those anymore. I think they're like uh they're they're really starting to phase no. phase them out. I think the Bills might be one of the only stadiums that still has that kind of system. That's classic. That's, that's classic right there. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, it's, it's pretty nasty. Yeah, at least anyways. All right, let's I don't want to we don't have to keep talking about pets. That's pretty exciting though. There's nothing else going on. That was that was an exciting talk. I'm sure people that was an relate. exciting talk. There's nothing else going on. No. But you know what is sad? I'll tell you something. Oh, we we, we, we are down to the very final weekend of college football. 
this week. Oh, isn't that crazy? I Damn. swear we were just talking about the stuff. We were just talking about hard knocks. What happened to August. Coach Prime? Did they did they do well this year? So Coach Prime, complete disaster. Okay. Oh, yeah. They lost every game since like September. They no. lost every game by like 40. Um, <laughs> some players are trashing him and the team on social media, like players that play for him. Uh, you had one guy go off because apparently there's a selfish trio of him, his sons, and Travis Hunter is like they just play for themselves and they do whatever they yeah, want. Yeah, well, that's um, all these recruits for next year have all decommitted. Wow. And, and the word is that his son won't be playing there next year and wow. that maybe he won't even be there next year. So it's kind of, it's kind of a mess. Um, he said he's never experienced anything like this in his life, mm. this type of kind of hardship. And mm-hmm. he's never gone through this kind of stretch where his team is complete garbage at both ends of the field. Um, but you know what? I think there's a lot of people out there saying, I told you so. And, mm-hmm. and once they started playing real teams in the second half of the year, Mm-hmm. Then that's when it kind of went south for them. But they, they did have a good chance recently against, I think it was like last weekend against Washington State, who had not been very good the last month. And they they were down by 30 or 40 in the first half. So yeah. it's they're not even competitive right now. And now we kind of see why that whole Coach Prime documentary came out like right away at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. Mm-hmm. Because whoever was in charge, I think it was Prime actually that filmed it. They were like, all right the hype might last like two or three weeks oh, and then, and then it might go right south away. real oh, yeah. quick. <laughs> like oh, yeah. no one's watching that if it's coming out this week, you know what I no, mean? Like, no, no, you know, it's not even a story. Nobody cares anymore. anymore. Like I remember no. you, you're like, Oh man, what time's the game? I gotta see it. You oh, yeah. know, like first three, four weeks we're like, Oh man, what's going on in the prime game? We need to know. Right. Oh yeah. Now it's like, man, uh, yeah, who cares? <laughs> oh yeah. Especially after so. they beat Colorado state, like that was such an exciting game. And then they lost. That was Oregon, amazing. That was amazing. The, yeah, so and we then, had those times, yeah. um, but but again, it takes no matter who you are, it just goes to show it takes years and years and years and years yeah. to properly recruit, to properly um, build a a culture at a school, yeah. especially a school that has a history like like Shadur Sanders, his son, is now the greatest quarterback of Colorado in Colorado history. Like what? It, just like that in one season and in a terrible season. That's that shows you the caliber of players that have gone there before is very very low so to change that you thought you thought Deion sanders would do that but guess what all these five-star recruits that committed to come in and play for him next year they've all bailed already they're like yeah no that's not what we that's not what we thought was going to happen this year no so, you have to, you have to um, build culture culture doesn't just happen yeah that's right? Right. like a lot of those top schools and again i don't watch a lot of college, college football but even college basketball or any of that kind of stuff it's like it takes decades to build a culture of a school and then to find like appropriate coaches and managers and all that kind it's of tough, stuff that, that make it make sense and and recruiting in itself is like most of the act right well so, did you see the coach for texas a&m jimbo fisher that just got <laughs> fired and jimbo. bought out for $78 million. They paid him. They paid him $78 million because they had enough after a few years of him, like not winning a road game in conference Mm -hmm. in like the last Mm -hmm. four years, like no joke. And they were willing, even though the team was still making bowl games, they were Mm -hmm. willing to move on from him for $78 million. Yeah. Like what? When you think that the top hockey players make only 12 million a year uh, and, and you're giving a, freaking college football coach 78 million dollars to walk and you're gonna pay somebody else some big money to be the new coach it's almost like you know what just keep this guy to the end like holy shit but that goes to show you the money the money that's involved in this one the boosters uh now that the players can get paid 
Mm-hmm. Like it's game changing, right? Like that, mm-hmm. that, that, that was an end to that. And some guys mm-hmm. can't recruit like they used to because recruiting mm-hmm. without players getting paid was a whole different story, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now that players get paid, how do you even recruit? Like, where do you start with that? You need yeah. funds, right? Yeah. And you need, you need, you need promises. You need, you need, you need deals on the table almost for some of these guys to come play for your school, right? So the old school guys, I don't even know if they know how to do that. Yeah. And, 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 and it's a whole kind of, um, it, it's changing the landscape of, of college sports. It's nuts. I can't um, imagine getting paid $78 million to not do your job. I like, how do you, like, and, and to, if he's, is he going to coach again? Is he going to coach somewhere else? Oh, for sure. These guys, listen, the college That's, coaches, doesn't yeah. matter what level it's at. They, yeah. they always find somewhere. Some, yeah. some, nobody's going to pay him big money right yeah. now, but some school, like a, yeah. a, a different conference school, like a, a small, not a power five conference. So not the SEC, not the Big Ten, one of the smaller conferences will definitely give this guy money, probably big money, to come coach their program and hopefully change and turn it around because they're satisfied mm-hmm. with with being mediocre. They might be just satisfied with making a bowl game. Like there's right. all these teams like Jacksonville State right now is coached by Rich Rodriguez, you know, legendary coach that used to be West Virginia's big coach. And now he's at Jacksonville State and he's taking these guys to a bowl game, right? So, and he's getting paid big money to do it. So, I mean, when he got fired and, and he was gone from the bigger name schools, people were like, yeah, he's, he's never going to coach again. But, yeah, no, there's there's always room for established coaches that have some sort of history of winning. But I just don't understand. $78 million to walk is so wild to me. Like, I can't – imagine being fired for that and be like, all right, I'm okay with it. See ya. You know, Dude, that's like, the kind of thing is like, I don't even, that's why I'm asking is like, if somebody paid me $78 million to that'd not be it. a job, that'd I don't it. know why I would, like, I would just disappear. That'd be you it. know what I mean? Like, I, I, I these guys what? must be so passionate about what they do or so like ego driven. Yeah, that's what it that is. I don't even understand. Like if somebody, like if I had that amount of money, like I, I don't know why I'd work, yeah. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> and maybe they really love it and I get that, but man, that is, that is some dedication. It's crazy, right? That. It is, man. So, but, but listen, that's college football. And uh, we're at the end here. We're at Rival We Week, which is uh, for a lot of obviously all you American listeners, it's Thanksgiving this week. Mm-hmm. So the Thanksgiving week for college football kicks off with the Egg Bowl, which is Ole Miss mm-hmm. versus Mississippi State. And it's always on the mm-hmm. Thursday night. And it's always at the same time as the Thursday night football game for Thanksgiving. So it's like mm-hmm. uh, I always watch NFL first for most for the most part. And then Friday, there's a huge slate of games. And then Saturday is a huge slate of games, including the biggest game of the year by a country mile. The Ohio State Buckeyes, the number two Ohio State Buckeyes take on number three Michigan Wolverines. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 it's in Michigan and it's in the middle of a massive, massive scandal. Mm-hmm. And already the two sides are, are at, I mean, they're at war 24-7, mm-hmm. but it's really, really ugly right now because of the cheating scandal and, and what Jim Harbaugh has been accused of doing. Right. Mm-hmm. So that thing's a mess, but that's going to be a great game. LG that's at 12 PM on, on Saturday on Fox. Um, and I'm stoked, man. It's, it's in, it's, it's in Ann Arbor and both teams have a perfect record. The loser's gone. Um, no chance at the college football playoff pretty much. Although you never know what the committee and what they would, they would vote if one of them lost that game. Uh, and the winner goes to the big 10 championship the following weekend against Iowa who are sitting there. So what sucks every year between those two is they're always the two best teams in, in the big 10. Mm-hmm. But because they're in the same division, they always knock each other out of the Big Ten conference game and of the playoffs before they even get there. The other side sucks. The other side, like Iowa, Wisconsin, and all those teams are terrible, right? Um, so it's the same crap every year, and, and and one of them ends up being gone after that when they play each other. It sucks. Mm-hmm. They, they should both have the chance. But listen, we're expanding the college football playoff format next year to mm-hmm. 
I don't know how many teams is it eight or twelve or whatever the hell they decide to expand into, and and teams like that will will probably get in. So I'm excited. Uh, a lot on the line with the, with all the Michigan fans that can't stop talking. Now Ohio State has no excuse. They've lost to them twice in a row. Now their coach is going to miss the game for cheating and stealing signs. And there should be no reason that Ohio State can't beat them this time around if they're not cheating and stealing signs. So we'll see what happens. But Michigan's favored, so it'll be uh, it'll be tough. It'll be cold environment, as good as it get when it comes to football. Uh, almost as good as it gets, Phil. Because there's something this past weekend that was even better, oh. and it's where a lot of these players are going to end up, or at least oh. some of them are going to end up. There's not, there's not a lot, there's not a lot of opportunities to play. Oh, please, there's not a lot. Listen, if you finish college, there's not a lot of opportunities yeah. to play any kind of professional football unless That's you play true. in the XFL or you try and make the NFL. But there's the good old Canadian Football League, the old yeah. CFL. And I hadn't watched the game in years, but I just decided this year I was going to watch the Grey Cup, the final of the Canadian Football League, where they decide who out of the nine teams, eight or nine teams in the CFL, is the best one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you usually you have a pretty good chance of making it, honestly. Uh, the, the the winners, the Montreal Alouettes, hadn't won in like 13 years, which, which is a long time considering that there's not that many teams. And they had to beat the best team in the league, which I think was Toronto, uh, and Hamilton as well, who's going to be the host. Uh, they, they, I think they finished like, like they finished third in their division out of four or out of five. <laughs> yeah, no, tr- Toronto, the Toronto Argonauts had their best regular season in like yeah. forever, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they were one game away from the, from the great. Yeah. yeah. So, oh no. Yeah. The Alou- Alouettes finished ahead of the Tiger Cats. Sorry. Yeah. Um, anyways, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's where six teams make the playoffs. One of them wins and, uh, the Alouettes, the 11 and seven Alouettes beat the 14 and four Winnipeg Blue Bombers on a last minute drive. Uh, I couldn't believe it. I honestly hadn't watched the FL in a really long time, but I found it super entertaining, uh, to watch that. Did you catch, um, Phil, uh, Chris Berman's shout out? I did. To the he does, he does it every single every year. year. After the after the Grey Cup, he will include it in the fastest uh, whatever. Well, he did one before. He did one. He he what he did one before for the Alouettes win. Oh, he he loves the CFL man. He just loves football. Weekend. So yeah. here we go. Let's let's take a quick look. Let's just see what Chris Berman shouting out. Uh, Marc Antoine de Croix. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Some good <laughs> what, I, what I will say, Phil, that I love about CFL is how many can, French Canadian guys there are in it. Because you watch the NFL, it's like maybe one occasionally, but here, especially Montreal, makes a point of recruiting like as many Quebec. Well, guys. the Quebec, the Quebec area is probably the hotbed of football in in Canada. It absolutely. really is. Their oh, universities yeah. and colleges are by far the best oh, uh, yeah. of the entire country, and they've oh, yeah. got they've got a team in the uh, in in the college championship game coming up next weekend as well. The Montreal team is there. So the McGill. Nope, that's the called the 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 University of Montreal Carabin or something. Oh, like U to M, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's yep. who are they and, playing? Who's the other? Who's the other university? I think it's a team from the Maritimes. I'm not sure, or Ooh. or or a BC team. But the the Western, who is always the Ontario representative, got knocked out, and right. now it's it's down to the final, and it, they're 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 definitely going to win. They they always have the best uh, best teams, so it's unbelievable. It really and all those guys are also CFL bound. Anyways, here let's see, let's watch Chris Berman. Two and eight. Huge upset in the CFL conference finals. <laughs> That's so good. 16 and 2 Toronto shot by the Montreal Alouettes. Two pick sixes. Mark Antoine Decoy. Il pouvait tele tout la distance. That's good. I hadn't seen this. Border to border. <laughs> That is good. And you know who threw those interceptions? That was Chad Kelly for the Toronto Argonauts. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. American fans will know him from college yes. football. He was a yes. controversial quarterback in college football, a guy who was uh, supposed to be NFL bound and, and never took football seriously. 
he he put together some of the two best seasons of any quarterback uh, in that league's pretty much history the last two yeah. years. Uh, and he's Jim Kelly's nephew. So Jim Kelly was at all all the Toronto Argonauts home games in that sad little stadium downtown right. Toronto. Yeah. Um, watch watching the games with like 20 other people. That's not that a sad, that's a, that's a <laughs> CFL appropriate state. Yeah, it is. Okay. It is. But he there's no fans. Dome and it was way too big for them. Okay. So this actually makes sense. And I know dad used to say this for years where he's like, they shouldn't play at the, the Roger center sky dome. They should, they should play at the old varsity stadium or something like that, where they used to play. So uh, whatever, what's it called? BMO field where the Toronto FC plays. That's the appropriate place for CFL. That's the right size stadium. I so I used to I used to do I used to do volunteer work for the game day team of the Toronto Argonauts. Oh, remember, at, at I remember the, the most epic khaki pants possible. I really did, and I was yeah. in charge of the cheerleader. So my only job was, <laughs> and I don't even know how I ended up with this. That's not a job. So my only job was to put the headset on. Like everyone else had to run around the field and like you know change all these things and like you know yeah. run contests. My only job was to stand by the big stage in the corner where all the cheerleaders are dancing all game and be like. As soon as someone told me on the microphone or on the headset it was time for them to hit the field, I'd be like, ladies, you are on the field after this commercial. And during the commercial, while they were performing on the field, it was my job to, again, signal them to come back and that and, and that the party was over. They needed to start dancing again for the fans until I tell them to go back on the field the next time. That is it. That is all. That's all I did all game. Having said that, there's, a, there's one game where I was told, we need you to go pick any fan in the stands for a halftime promotion, where if they throw the ball, whatever amount of yards, they win 100 bucks for each 10 yards they throw. So if they yeah. throw for 10 yards, they get 100 bucks. If they throw 50 yards, they get 500 bucks. Yeah, whatever. So I said, okay, so I'm not going to pick a little kid for this, right? And now we know that these things are rigged, all right? Like as rigged as hell when they just pick randoms. You rigged it. For so sure. I had buddies in the crowd that day, and one of them so happened to be a football player. So I went right up there. I'm like, I'm looking around. I, I know they're sitting right there. And I'm like, I'm yeah. looking around. I'm like, hmm, would anyone here like to be in a context? And I had texted them. I'm like, I'm coming to get you to play this thing. All right. You're going to win some big money. And I said, you, <laughs> you're the one. Okay. <laughs> Took him down to the field and at halftime. And I knew how he could throw. Does he not uncork a 50 plus toss with a CFL ball, a CFL ball? is bigger than an NFL ball. It's you, huge. Go try and grip a CFL ball. It's really, really hard. It's gigantic, okay? Um, and he uncorks like a 55-yard bomb. The fans go insane. Mm -hmm. And and then everyone's like, man, you picked the right person. I'm like, yes, I did, right? <laughs> uh, I sure did. And, and that was it. That was my only experience with that ever, but it reminded me of that because – uh, at the time, LG, when like Doug Flutie was a quarterback of the Toronto That's Argonauts, right. yeah. the Rogers Center was a great place for those games because they used to almost sell it out. Like the place True. was full. Yeah. We're talking 30,000 every game, which made it really, really worth it in there um, and, and a good atmosphere. But listen, at the end of the day, the CFL is way behind for me in my, in my enjoyment books. It's way behind the NFL and college football. Wow. I am not a huge fan of the three downs. I'm not a huge fan. No, of I completely it. forgot that there were three downs. It's like it's done. It's you like run the ball once, incomplete pass, and it's like, see ya. The entire what? third quarter, they kept punting. I was like, yeah. what is happening? And, but you, and, and the other yeah. thing is not only that to punt all the time, the punters suck. Like one of the that's punters it. kicked it 20 yards out of bounds. Like, <laughs> like, that's why they're in this right? kick. But what gets me is that, okay, the game could be like tied at the end. It's a last play of the game. You can roll out your punter from the 50-yard line, and as long as he launches it through the end zone, you get a single point and you win. It's like, 
It's like, okay, let's just get to midfield and have this guy send an absolute moonshot into the stands and it's over. Like you'll get the one point and it's oh, like, yeah, I don't it. even understand right? like how you don't, how the punters can't do that. Like, but it's there's no way you like, can win the game on that. I've never actually asked that rule there. I'm sure that you can't just like, all right, we're playing for a 60 yard punt into the crowd here. You know what I mean? Like to win the game, that'd be that would make any three sense. Three downs is nuts, honestly. The three it's downs, not enough. You have two attempts. You get to try twice, and that's but it. It's like, hard it to market players like that too. I mean, like you know, you run the ball on first down because you have to run the ball. Then you yeah. throw an incomplete pass, and then it's like, all right, we got to give it back now. That's it. And it yeah, it's you get two plays. Yeah, know, but it does make it tougher. So the strategy is obviously different. And uh, there's actually some really good players, man. A lot of players have gone on to play in the NFL from the CFL. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a good time when I was working for the team. Good, good, good times. But uh, now I don't enjoy it as much. And I think that it's kind of fading a little bit. But if you ask the places like Saskatchewan, Canada and Winnipeg and those places that's like the that, only it, thing, that's, well, it's not fading. Yeah. Well, especially Saskatchewan. That's the only game in town, man. Mm-hmm. At least Winnipeg has a hockey team. Uh, and most of the other cities have hockey teams or something. But uh, yeah, in Saskatchewan, that is uh, it's the only game in town. And I don't think I don't think that I don't think the team was very good this year. Were they? I don't think the writers were good. No, I don't. no, no, no. I didn't see them in the playoffs. No, they finished. Yeah, they fi- they finished six and twelve in the. T- and they lost seven in a row to finish the season. So that means that they were six and five, oh. and then they lost seven in a row to finish the year. Wow! And that's the uh, that's like the main team in town. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty. Especially Saskatchewan doesn't even have a Connor Bedard anymore, right? At least no. they had um. Was Regina, he the Regina Pats. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Pats. I forgot he was at the yeah, Regina Pats. I, I always associate here. those teams being in Alberta, like from the WHL or BC. No, no, no he played. He I forgot for that there's teams the in Pats. Yeah, yeah. I forgot there was teams in Saskatchewan. Yeah, that was the oh, biggest yeah, yeah. thing in Saskatchewan for a long time. Yeah, so he played uh, for Regina. Until now. And speaking of that guy, he's on he's on record pace right now to be like one yeah. of the highest scoring 18-year-olds of all time. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I remember after like six games, people were like, oh, my God, this guy's not living up to the hype. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's he struggled he's a little 18, bit up the game, man. But he put together like a, a couple points there. He put out like a six points in two games or something recently. Yeah, so and yeah. highlight real goals that you won't see all year, right? No, like, things yeah, like that. Yeah, he's, so. he, he, he is going to be phenomenal for sure, especially um, once he fully adapts. Do you want to talk, talk NHL breakaway? Because his first uh, – it's not a moment. It's a highlight. His first highlight hmm. – is coming out next week. Uh, I think the drop is it's a Cyber Monday drop uh, on November 27th. You remember Cyber Those Monday? Those guys are hilarious, man. Like, to be honest with you, what's hilarious, LG, is that here in Canada, we don't even celebrate the American Thanksgiving, but like the, the signs are have been everywhere now for three weeks about Black Friday here. I'm like, I'm like, this is hilarious. Like, they are desperate to keep people here um, for Black Friday instead of going south and shopping and stuff. But they don't even need to do that. There's no longer an advantage to going shopping in the U.S. if you're a Canadian. The exchange is so bad that you just even driving to the U.S. and wasting gas and then having to pay nearly the same prices is completely out the window. The but exchange then, is really the exchange bad. is awful. Terrible right now. Really bad. Canadian dollar is really, really If I was an American, I'd be spending my entire time in like the big cities in Canada or anywhere in Canada because oh, yeah. of what you get in return. Oh yeah, right? come here to come come here and get your teeth done or something like that. Like you know you're, I mean? a deodorant stick at Walmart here is like five ninety nine. Okay, yeah, yeah. I oh. go to Target in the U.S. It's six ninety nine. I'm like, hold on a second here. I thought we were supposed to have things cheaper when we go to the U.S. So I'm paying five ninety nine, but now my six ninety nine at Target is really ten dollars. Oh yeah, it's, I'm like, this is crazy. Like no, it's it's just, yeah. So, oh, so yeah. I don't want to hear about this whole thing. But anyways, so they're promoting Black Friday huge here. And yeah. they are also promoting cyber. Well, hold on. You know Monday. what's crazy? Black Friday is now like several weeks long. Like it doesn't even. But that's what sense. I mean. Yeah. Like exactly. why even call it Black Friday? Black Friday used to be like you go line up at freaking Best Buy yeah, or there's Future no more. Shop 
or whatever at like two in the morning. And this is not even here. Here we had Boxing Day, which is the day after yeah. Christmas. So it's like the the only thing, of course, the thing you want to do after a whole day of celebrating with your family is wake up two in the morning and go line up at freaking Best Buy. But it's what they did in the US so they could beat each other up for DVD players. But now we adopted like Black Friday a couple years ago, but now there's sales for Black Friday that start a week before. Yeah, so they're like, it still, starts now, still, like three weeks ago. Like, okay. Yeah, you guys are ruining this whole thing. But Cyber Monday is a thing, and I, I've never, ever found it. Well, it was, it was, because that's, that's it was specifically internet sales like 20 years ago. But now all the Black Friday okay. sales, that, that's a Cyber Monday anyways. Like, I bought stuff online this week. That's Cyber Monday. There's no difference. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so interesting choice by by NHL Breakaway to use that name. I mean, it, it, it hit the spot. I mean, look, you brought it up. I saw it in the email. I thought it was funny. Uh, it actually is on Cyber Monday anyways. Um, but what's in these packs? I'm starting to feel a little bit like with NHL breakaway, we're getting a little bit too much here. Uh, I know people no, no, but listen, it's it's I like the idea of the free free packs that they gave out the other day there. That we link about that, yeah. Um, you know, for, for you to send to all your friends. I I like that they were organized in that, in the sense that you couldn't claim more than one. Okay. I do like that because Top Shot would have missed that. Top Shot would have sent you 10 links to send to people and the same person could, could claim all 10 or the same person could claim 10 from 10 different people. They blocked that. If you claimed one in general from anyone, including yourself, you were yeah. not able to claim another free pack. I like yeah. that. That's smart. Yeah. Uh, just hold that way. Just to clarify that for people listening who don't know. So yeah, so, so Breakaway rolled out this. So Breakaway went public last week. Mm -hmm. Okay, so even though they we've been collecting it or whatever for months, Last week was like the I think it was out of beta, but that's when they put out a huge press release. They put it in the hockey news, uh, which is a publication that I didn't know still existed, but it's still like the Bible of hockey, apparently. Um, and that was the first time in a long time, Phil, that I heard certain people text me about NFTs. Crazy. Like people that were into Top Shot 2021 got burned. Um, and that but that texted me being like, Wow, did you see NHL breakaway? And I had to tell them, I was like, listen, this has actually been out for a while, but cool that it's on your radar. And they have this promotion uh, where basically they give you, if you're already a collector, they give you 11 packs for free, but you can keep and claim one, but then you can send that link to other people and they can they can open a pack for free. And it's from like a team pack. So it's it basically every team, or you're going to get one of 30 players. And it's 30, nothing special player. in there. Nothing yeah. special. Mint no, but it. that's how they chose to, to mint their that's card. Right. Makes that's sense. the part that's, that, I think that's the part that people like or that we like is right. that instead of making us open commons minted to ten thousand in packs which is freaking ridiculous which is exactly what happens if you buy a top shot right now which is again it's always that's always going to be too much for nfts i don't think it'll ever not be too much um because it's a, or it's a worthless it's moment. too much it's way it's too worthless much. um that but me. nhl to get people started i think it makes sense you know what i mean it's like no no this is you're just opening it for fun it's free and then maybe you'll and then you get in the system and maybe you'll get an email and maybe you'll show up next week for this pack and you'll be like you know what connor bedard his first like digital card, if you want to call it that, maybe it might be worth something. So, so it's it's a good it's a good try. At it, it's funny art. because with physicals back in the day, there was always a number on the back of the card, and it was never like the minted number. It was always mm. like this number in the set. Remember that? So it'd mm. be like you know, uh, if yeah. you got a Bobby Orr card and it was number like one in the set, that was yeah. really cool. You had the number one card in the set. That's I remember that point, yeah. that had value. I remember that. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, if you got the number one card in the set, whoever it was, it was always a good player. They would always yeah. do that. 
it was like, oh shit, I got the number one. It's funny how that's evolved, right? That's um, actually a really good point. It's something we haven't seen at all in NFTs. That's also, you know, I always talk about this, the binder collection, right? How you have your all your binders and you know, and you have the cards you're missing, but they were in order. That's a really good point. Oh, you had to put them yeah. in order so that you had the cards where you're missing one. You're like, yeah, I need 97. I need 97, right? Yeah. That's yeah. actually the good I, point. I, I think that. that was that was always a big thing in collecting is that you put yeah. them in, in the order that they go in, and each spreadsheet had like nine slots right yeah and you, you'd, you'd put them all in there and you were able to look in that booklet and see hey fuck i'm missing you know i'm mm-hmm. missing the top 10 and they always had good players at the front they always did that right that, mm-hmm. that was it but but obviously with the blockchain you need to tell people how many are minted like you said i don't like ten thousand. i think they should have gone lower um but you know it, it they kind of took the the blueprint for what is being done with common cards unfortunately right yeah, um, I wish so, they had, but it is. Uh, we we mentioned it. You, you can only beat a dead horse so many times, and we we went over this many times. We've said it on so many shows, um, but at the same time, I think a lot of financial implications with that are are involved. Where they, I think, they have to mint uh, a certain well, amount that will generate a certain amount of revenue. I don't know, man. But they're not making money from it. Oh, I know, not, not now. Not. I now. think it's a good growth tactic. I think I no, but I think I do think that there's a world where commons minted to too many are like a layer that doesn't matter right you know what i mean it's it, and that and that's like that in the card world too like you just have a common of whatever it, that, that card doesn't matter at all but mm-hmm. what you're looking for in the card world are the holograms the autographs the unique one one of one or editions or whatever so or the charizard or whatever it is so i think i think i think in this case they're starting it from a standpoint that it's like hey there's going to be a common like over minted thing that it's like these aren't going to be worth anything, but that naturally will prop up the other ones because they're going to be minted to less. Right, but that's true. But anyways, they've got that. One thing as well. Hold on, wait. One more thing is that everybody's operating under this idea, and this is what Top Shot said from the very start: that new fans are going to come in and they want to be able to get their favorite player. And for them to be able to do that, you need to make their favorite player super cheap. And that's a drum that I beat on Top Shot for so long. I was like, even when things were mooning and, and the cheapest LeBron was like $500, I was like, listen, Top Shot will not stop until a LeBron is, you can buy a LeBron for $4. And they did that, unfortunately. <laughs> and I don't know if that's true. I don't know if a new fan enters Top Shot or NHL Breakaway and is like, my favorite player is Connor McDavid. Oh, good. I can buy one for $2. Like, mm. I don't think that that, mm. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that actually. Not yet. Works. Not yet. It's definitely not. There's yeah. No... I don't know. I don't know if that's the way to go. You know, I don't know if that's the way to get them to spend more money and actually fall in love with the product to show them that their favorite players are cheap. You There's know, too much out there right now for that to be, you know, that yeah. that's the digital collectibles and NFTs and all that of sports will only become sort of relevant or, or prioritized when they have something. Yeah that sets them apart from the rest something where you can't get that same hit of fandom as you do like you could go to walmart and for nine bucks buy that figurine of austin matthews and if you're a big fan that's good enough absolutely oh, i'm yeah. not buying the austin matthews on on nhl breakaway for five bucks when i can get that thing for nine bucks and put it in my room if you want something to collect mm-hmm. absolutely you can get any player you want you can go down to walmart so and you can, buy, you can go on amazon and you can buy a really cool like Horton's cards tall, right like there's everything thing. yeah there's a uh, lot there's of other too much competition in collectibles these days for anyone to be like oh my god you know yeah like you said Connor mcdavid is four bucks i have to get that it's not a thing. That's the problem. No. Uh, there's just too much out there, right? 
Uh, it has to be about like the market. It has to be about this Something. fun, like gamified thing. But it's just like all these, all these, all these, all these companies are acting like this is something that's that that is going to work. And I hope it does. But I just don't know if minting things and minting anything over like 500 to me is crazy, honestly. And I've said that that's for over a year, but it's completely berserk to think that there's demand to that level and to not make it more fun than that. Like, like I don't care how many collectors are on it. Just, just cap everything at 500, make legendaries one of five, like just make it actually like actually interesting where there's actually like scarcity. Like that. I don't know. Anyways, I was just in the same same fucking rant, Phil. There's scarcity doesn't even exist. No, it is, but, but, but it's relevant because they just came out with this and we were like, Oh fuck. Great idea. Love the concept. But damn, there's, there's that, there's that number again where it's just not, it doesn't meet what, you know, I, I think a new fan would be way more excited if he got something minted, like you said, at 500 and he got one of them. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But are there really new fans even getting these? Like, I think we put out our links. Did they all get claimed? I don't know, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I put it in my guy's chat group with our fantasy hockey league or whatever it is. And I can promise you that my link probably didn't. How'd you sell it to them? What did you write with it? I've tried over and over again. And actually, our good friend Garland is in that is yeah. in that fantasy hockey league are you in there this year lg no you're not no hockey, no i i, I uh, you put me in a you league were. last year and yeah, i didn't yeah. follow okay. and i finished last and then so and it, it's hard it's harder for me to like i still like i like, I like watching hockey but so garland is in there and you know what he does sometimes he actually throws just links in the chat for to claim one of his moments like he'll right. just be like who wants this here you go first one to click it we'll get this nice. ovechkin Little he does it all the time yeah. that's yeah. a cool concept like that's yeah. cool but yeah. what do those what do these guys do with it the guy that claims that every time already has an account on, on breakaway yeah. and his only interest with NHL breakaway is to make money. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. How much do you think I can sell this for? I'm buying these packs to try and get one of these rare, you know? So it continues to be kind of the approach of a lot of, of, of fans and the other guys who are huge hockey fans, they just don't have interest no matter what, like the entire chat is about hockey, yeah. but none of the others took the bait and, and, wanted anything to do with the whole sign-up process they're right? happy doing what they're doing i happy, you, you know, know a lot of people don't want to go through the sign-up process i think that's no. another kind of issue where so i annoying i wish there was not an easier way to claim these things no. that does not include the whole sign-up process yeah it needs to be integrated into your phone right you need a wallet in your phone that something lets you, like, something that lets you just yeah. claim it and then you're like yo this is cool if i want to do anything else with these things i need to set up an account no. right because then you never even get to it a lot of people including me a lot of emails i get i'll click on something i'll be like you know what if i have to sign up for this i'm not i don't want anything to do with it no yep. nope oh free pizza coupon from pizza nova yeah but you got to sign up now see you later no. bye delete yeah no. i'm out right yeah. so that same concept for these things man this mm-hmm. whole sign up thing it's great well here's your free moment but the minute they click and they see that whole sheet of needing to put your address and your phone number and this and this, and it's, it's game over. I, I'd be closing number. Game Why do you need my phone number? You know what I mean? Like, Everything. it's so annoying. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other thing, I too, I think eventually what people want to do, and I think maybe Flo has tried to do this, like, with Flow Reference Wallet or whatever that thing was. But I think I think the ideal that these companies need is that you have one wallet where you verified your identity. Right. And right. You, and yes. all of these things. Like, it, even okay, sometimes you go to these sites and it's like sign up with Google. Right. And you could just right. click through Google, but then Google isn't a crypto wallet. Right. So these are all custodial platforms where it's like, are these really NFTs? You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's like the inevitable future is like your iPhone or whatever you have. 
needs to have some kind of crypto wallet that's verified to your identity. And then you can just use that to sign into things Correct. and sign up for literally any of these products. So that like you're saying, claiming your free NFT is a two click process, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's where it needs to go. It's a must um, simplify yeah. things. New users yeah. want simplicity where it's just like, bang, that's it. So, uh, end of that story is the, yeah, the pack, the packs drop, uh, Monday, 3,500 packs available for 65 each, including wow. a rare, a guaranteed rare that's minted to one of 250. Uh, and then base packs, $12 each, 5,000 packs, uh, just three three of them in there. And there is going to be a Connor Bedard. Uh, the Connor Bedard is going to be in there. Okay. So I don't know what set he's in. He's in the, oh, he's in the, he's, I'm assuming his is a rare. I don't know. Yeah. No, it has to be. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyways. Um, Speaking of onboarding the masses, Phil, I know you want to talk about this, is Disney and Dapper. Oh, my goodness. Right? So for people who missed <laughs> it last week, uh, it was announced that Dapper Labs, makers of NBA Top Shot and NFL All Day and UFC Strike and CryptoKitties and uh, a bunch of other stuff, are uh, in partnership. In partnership. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, with Disney... Uh, to launch basically an NFT app where you're going to be able to collect pins. And for anybody who doesn't know, uh, I think for a long time, and I, I, I'm not too familiar with this, Phil, maybe you are, but um, when you'd go to Disney parks in the past, you could collect pins from the parks. And the pins, uh, at one point or another in time, were like a heavily traded collectible because they were pins of the park, pins of you know the princess or whatever it is, uh, pins of Mickey. So they basically they're taking this concept, turning it into NFTs, which makes sense. That's a, that's a that's a, that's a concept that makes tons of sense uh, in terms of like what NFTs can be. Uh, maybe eventually, I have no idea. I don't I'm, I don't really have any other details about the app. Very very little is known. It's called Disney Pinnacle. There's a wait list for it. Um, and I, I could see that turning into lots of other cool stuff. That's like, okay, when you go to the Disney parks, you collect a pin in there. When you watch a Disney, new Disney premiere on Disney Plus, you get a pin. I don't know if they'll do that. It'll be that kind of integration. Um, but the one thing for sure, Phil, is that as soon as this came out, it was a very dapper project where if you went to join the Discord, it was run by none other than El Dumbo. And, who, and he, he he warned you before the Discord even opened. Yeah, yeah. He's like, now is when you want to pull out that meme there of the Spider-Mans all pulling at each other or the one where the, what was it? The, the unveiling of the face where it's the same guy over and over. Yes, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it where actually is. is it. And, and in true dapper form, yeah. you cannot post gifts in the damn Discord. You can't I, post anything. I hate it. What uh, is they the opened, problem? So they opened a uh, they opened uh, a Discord where you can't type anything. Yeah, and they also opened a Facebook group. Really, Facebook I didn't see the Facebook group. group. There's a wow. Facebook group that you can Good join, uh, and I believe you can write stuff in the Facebook group. But I don't oh. think anybody's done it. I'm assuming that that's to try and appeal to like the mainstream crowd because they think yeah. that that's where boomers are at. Um, which I guess it, they're, they're not wrong though. They're not wrong. I know a lot of people that are uniquely on Facebook and have not evolved oh. to like Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. So that's, Oh, Phil, you have no idea. I don't think I ever told you this, but quick side story in the town I live, the Facebook town page is yeah. easily the best yeah. source of entertainment. We don't have, yeah. we don't have like, there's no hockey teams or any of that kind of crap here, but the, 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 the Facebook group where, where people hang out and write complaints about other people in the town is the best source of entertainment I think I've had in years. It's fantastic. Uh, every day in the summer, somebody, some a different uh, a, a senior would ask if the corn man was going to be in town today, and he was there every day. But they always ask. Wow, this breaking news! Yeah, the oh, corn yeah, man's here today. Oh, about, shit. Like the kids hanging out in the cemetery at night, like ton, It's very entertaining. 
anyways wow. uh facebook groups where it's at and that's where disney pinnacle is going to be uh no no announcement on plans yet there's just a wait list that you can sign up for um and phil i i quickly pointed out uh and so did many other people that uh disney has licensed itself before in nfts many times Most recently they have cryptoys uh, which also has Masters of the Universe, but they have Cryptoids, uh, uh, they have Mickey Mouse, they have Star Wars, uh, and way, way in the past, they had Vivi, which was basically also a mobile app where you could get in on drops and fill. I wrote this in the newsletter that I, I once flipped an R2-D2 for like $200, I think. So, Well, I, I flipped I flipped a, um, I got one of the big ticket items. I flipped it for like 800 US. I forgot what it was. Oh yeah, no, this is back in the in the big day. But then, you weren't able to withdraw unless you had a thousand of those gems. Okay, well, I just so withdrew from VV recently. Like, so I was stuck with eight hundred gems forever with no place to go with them. It's like, oh, yeah. did I try and get new new drops and then make more and flip more stuff? Well, that didn't even become a thing because the drops were like not making any money anymore, right? Mm -hmm. So, and then I'm like, well, what are we gonna do? We're gonna stay here forever with these gems, and I'm never gonna be able to cash them out. They finally allowed people to cash them out, and I think. I don't remember what I did, but something like that. But yeah, no. So that was that was that was one of the first ones that I saw for Disney. Mm -hmm. But did you see what happened today on Twitter, LG? Did you see the? Oh, I know this is what you want to talk about. I really want to talk about it because today I saw a tweet from LG's best friend AG, who was pretty close to LG um, in terms of physical uh, location. But um, AG, who who is always the first one to jump on Dapper products. When this was announced, he actually posted a list of all the dapper so-called rugs and scams. And I'm not going to lie. I, I was kind of, I was taken back by that list. I'm like, holy crap. That's a lot that are just vanished. But then what hasn't vanished right now? Anyways, right. Um, but then, you know, warning that this would be the same. Tons of mm -hmm. hype to start with. A full mint out at the beginning. But then kind of just nothing happens. But that's how AG is with everything. And he's bitter mm -hmm. with Dapper. So I'm like, you know what? Forget about it. I, I, I've learned to just glance by those. They make me laugh because he's mm -hmm. always going after Rohan all the time. Mm -hmm. He calls him bro scam, whatever the hell he calls mm -hmm. him. Um, and he said this would be the same. And then you got the trolls who come and join on that, on that train as well. But today, today, he was at it again because he quote tweeted a tweet. And I'm not sure if that original tweet has an article in it. But there is apparently an article out there that says yeah. that after the announcement, of Disney slash Dapper and their partnership yeah. that Disney went out of their way to make a statement to clarify that in no way, shape or form was this a partnership mm -hmm. with Dapper and that all Dapper did was get some sort of license to slap Disney's name on there, but that mm -hmm. there is no partnership. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's going to, impact it too much to be honest with you i know a no. lot of trolls went on there they're like oh my god i'm like okay but you're still gonna line up because you know you know that it's probably gonna be profitable the first drop will be profitable you're well, lining up let's be honest here right um oh I don't, but yeah yes not financial advice not financial I, advice I i'm just anything. saying the hype i'm gonna do anything i can to get whatever yeah. the first things are right. that they of launch. course like oh and that's right? and hold on that's because arthur camara who is one of the ogs of dapper labs previously axiom zen one of the people who's there crypto for crypto kitties, kitties. Crypto kitties. he tweeted yeah. how <laughs> they did it with crypto kitties and they <laughs> did it with top shot and now they're gonna do it with disney so that Ooh. to me i don't know i don't know what kind of magic fairy dust they have at dapper but he's not wrong and you can have your feelings or whatever, but 
just saying that that to me i'm like well they're they're gonna they're doing something with this and and it could be the thing so Listen, I'm, i've got I'm, I'm on, the, on, on, on the tweet on the twitter page so i'm ready to go whenever that thing drops and you know it's going to come out of nowhere lg but oh, yeah. but we have we have a lot of sleuths out there like diamond who diamond. are able, able to see these things coming when they are ready to come so uh we have a pretty good heads up as to as to what we go here's and here's the stuff pulled from diamond here you go this is so this is what it may look like so uh they posted this last week that's crazy so here we go these are what kind of the pins might look like uh i'm assuming actually i don't know uh release video sneak peek i don't know I'm, I'm assuming he pulled this from the site um it's like a woody outline that's kind of gold and a mickey and i don't know what that is in the middle um that and then here like they the are crab, here's the crab from from little mermaid or something oh uh why does that have a stick? No. Okay, anyways <laughs> these and here's more pixar Star Wars, there's R2-D2. Uh, they've got to cut this wrapping. I'm assuming it's going to be more than this and you'll be able to like see their faces, but I'm not really sure. So um, don't don't forget Dr. Seuss has pins as well. Just saying. That's right. <laughs> so, that's true. I don't know. And Phil, um, I, I found, so I found the article. Here's the tweet oh, uh, this. that wow. said, you know, that quotes this article from Coindesk that says Disney does not partner with crypto companies. And basically, we're the guy who wrote one of the articles coming out about this, um, that somebody from Dapper reached out to him and said, Disney didn't launch the Disney, <laughs> Disney Pinnacle platform. Dapper Labs did in collaboration with Disney. Can you update? Disney does not use the word partner, only collaborates with or teams up. So it's not necessarily that it's not a partnership in terms of like the true legal definition of a partnership. Mm -hmm. It's that Disney's PR does not use the word partner. And I wonder, I even wonder like on the NBA side or some of these other like leagues that Dapper or whoever works with, anything else that's licensed to NFTs, um, to NFT companies, candy, whatever, if if the term partner is there or not. Either way, it is a partnership. Disney is going to make money from this. Dapper gets to use their IP and keep some of the profits. It's it, or you call it a million different things. I don't think that that's big of a deal. That big of a deal. We'll see, but we'll be there for the first drop. That's for sure. Whenever it happens, I know I'll be there. Whoa! Sure. Hey, Are you uh, sure it's going to be available in Canada? What if it's not available? Yeah, oh, we'll see about oh. that. We'll be more. Is oh. it Dapper Labs in Canada? Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Who knows? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You never know. You never know some of these things. I was excited for for Starbucks launch, uh, but then but then it wasn't available in Canada. So so you know who knows where that's going um okay so we talked breakaway we talked disney pinnacle uh phil there's also i mean uh, speaking of dapper top shot um off to a hot start i guess to start the season uh, i do want to talk about our our, our Wembenyana uh price predictions from two weeks ago where i said he'd be going for 500 dollars. No. he's going for 275 right now uh, a bunch more moments just came out this week there's three straight weeks of rookie drops on top shot Phil, have you have you participated at all in the rookie drops? I did. I, I bought some packs. I did uh, I uh, the I quick rips or whatever yeah. they were called, but that's yeah, it. I didn't, I didn't yeah. go crazy, and no. I'm kind of I don't like the idea of splitting them up the way they did. I just don't like, mm. and, and and the fact that they're the way they're being sold on the marketplace is like there's 500 versions of this rookie pack. There's like the web app drop one, web app drop 2.0, web yeah. app drop three. Uh, uh, app drop one, app drop two. It's crazy, man. That, it's too much. It's yeah. it's too much, and and we're on overkill here for me, anyways, with the rookies. We just are. Um, I love I love the rookies concept, and I love your collecting kind of approach to Top Shot. Mm -hmm. 
but it's too much. It's just too much. We've been, we've around a month of this whole rookie scene right now. And I get it. You want to milk the Wemby as, as long as you can, but Absolutely. it's already starting to fade a little bit. People don't have to watch his games anymore. Do you know what I mean? No. Um, we're, we're kind of past that now where there, those guys are now, you know, two month veterans of, of the, or sorry, it's only been a month, but they're, 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 they're now one month veterans of the NBA. We're well on our way into the season. And I don't know. I don't want them to move on to other stuff because I also don't want there to be, you know, 5 million moments of, of all the other well, stuff. But um, they said that a game, they've already dropped some of the new stuff, right? Some they said the that some moments. kind of games coming, right? Okay, that's great. That all get excited. We don't know what that is. That it's not a hard court mobile game kind of thing, but it's some kind of thing you can play your moments with They're, They promise something like that. Uh, who knows if it's going to come, but they'd written that in a blog at the start of the season. And I, I really like what captain plantain wrote in our, in the first mint discord, where he said that, he thinks that they're gonna they need to have moments out of every player in the league, and the only ones that they don't have are these rookies. Uh, so they can start this game, which may be like a nightly betting game, prediction game, something like that. So um, and all these packs, all these big packs for the rookies have been EV plus if you sell or not EV plus, but uh, a, a higher you can resell them for more than what they were right. Which is great. That's fine. That, 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 that I like. So that's yeah. that's that's definitely a positive. I just think we're on overkill. I saw that there was another drop either yesterday, today, or tomorrow. I don't know when it is, but I keep getting the emails. I'm like, it's too much. Another rookie pack. Like we've been on these things for like three weeks now. That's so it. um, I'm kind of over it. But yeah, this game's exciting. Now, speaking of games that have to do with moments, did you see the announcement today by AI Sports on their on their Twitter page? No. Did you see that? Do you know what AI Sports are? You know that I think game so. that, that it's kind of like a DFS game. That you yeah. can play if you have a Dapper account, right? And they've had issues with like licensing this year, so they haven't been able to do any contests for Dapper credits yet. Okay. So it's been all this juice stuff, and I have no idea what the hell juice is. Um, like, what the hell's juice? I don't know. I'm, I'm playing these contests and collecting. I don't, why are you juice. I don't know. Nobody knows what this is except for you. You don't know AI sports? You've never played in those contests? I see oh, so many uh, names. I see so many names from the first mint. Um, oh, you're in the you're in first place in this thing. No, so I I enter the contest last year every day. I won like thirty or forty bucks in Dapper because you can you can Ooh. win a dollar. So today they followed me. I'm like, why did they follow me? And then they posted this. I had not even checked how I did last night. I had no clue until they posted that. Wow. That I finished in first. Because it's not money prizes. It's juice prizes, and I don't even Ooh. know what you do with this juice. So. Uh, I don't even know what my lineup was. So this is a fantasy contest. What is this? Yeah, you get you pick one player from each position, five five positions. I won like forty or fifty bucks dapper last year because they had a 50-50 contest where every night you put a lineup in, and you the top the top hundred and fifty out of three hundred got a dapper dollar, and then you would just accumulate all of them, and then you could use them for whatever you want. It's pretty cool. I did win a big one where I won like twenty bucks dapper, but it's free. Right, so here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Gift, go. gift time. Gift. Oh, wait, oh, wait. Yeah. Where, where's the real Phil D gift? There we go. Whoa, yeah, wow, they're gonna love that. Yeah, there we so go. anyway, so yeah, I, I don't know. I now the dapper credit contests are up again. Uh, there's a limited amount of spots in these things, and uh, I play them just for fun. I just literally you have a salary you can spend, just like DFS, it's the same as mm -hmm. DFS, right? Uh, I literally go up and down picking things just instantly. I don't do any research, I just click, 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 click. You either finish last, you finish near the top. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I won, believe it or not. And I don't even know what I won. I won. I won like juice. I don't know what juice is. So it said sign in with Dapper Wallet, and then it still asked me for my username and email. What kind of BS is this, man? <laughs> what a one-click sign-up. Jeez. <laughs> do this. Uh, I mean, it, it was, it was fun. Maybe Toptrot's just going to buy this company and integrate it. 
it was really fun last year. I mean, to play for Dapper Credit was really cool, right? And they they capped each contest to like 200 people. So mm-hmm. you weren't you weren't able and and the best one was the 50-50 one. So 200 people, if you finish in the top 100, you get a Dapper dollar. If you do that all year, think about it. There's a lot of NBA days. That's like yeah. 100 or, or 150 bucks if you can do that every day. But, oh yeah, the games uh, start very very shortly here. So what can I do? Tournament Ooh, you can enter. Prize $65 Dapper there you go. Credit. That's the big one. That's the dapper one. Right. Everyone likes to play this one because everybody wants. Okay, to there's only that. 285 people playing. So what do I get to do? I think they Slept cap it at three. Guards. So you're close. Do I have a budget? Is there a budget? Yeah, there's a budget. The budget says on the right on the right hand side there. Oh, the prize is sixty five dollars. Okay, so my budget is fifty thousand, and I have to pick five players. Got it. Yes. Okay. You better do it quick. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with Maxi uh let's go who else <laughs> you got to pick one that's like in the middle like one low salary guy like the the you should never go below yeah, yeah. seven thousand unless you know if you have a hot tip of a guy starting tonight like you know those mm-hmm. randoms that always just start out of nowhere mm-hmm. that's where you can really make a living in this thing is by knowing mm-hmm. those guys but other than that you just i i stick to the seven thousand range i take one yeah. or two seven thousand guys and then take the big ticket guys that's yeah you got to kind of yeah you win it on the you win it on the seven thousand range guys for sure you think you think Gary Trent's gonna have a game against Orlando tonight? Um, I was thinking that, but he's he's just back, right, from injury. So yeah, he, he can have zero games, man. He's had too many of those this year. Yeah, I like some of the random guys on Phoenix, like Eric Gordon and Grayson Allen and stuff like that, because they'll get a lot of you know, especially if they're crushing Portland tonight, they'll get a lot of playing time, I guess, or a little bit more ball. I don't know. Kind of hard to yeah. say. You know, I'll go with my boy Benedict Maturin. Yes, yes. Maturin. I, I, actually, I actually picked. I picked I picked uh, I picked uh, uh, Halliburton because Halliburton, Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta Atlanta defensively is complete garbage. Yeah, and and, and their games are like usually in the 140, okay, 150. So I got range. two guards. Now we need forwards. Uh, I know you're going to take Scotty Barnes. I took Scotty. Yeah, Barnes. he's just he's been he had the worst game of his career in Orlando last time. Um, and and I don't think that's going to happen again. I was going to rebound from that. Yeah, and then who else we got? Uh, I'm not going to take two Raptors. It's a bad idea. Uh, hard to take Markin in against the Lakers. Ben Chera, you know, it's always it, it, whenever somebody's playing Toronto, they always have an amazing game. So I could see Ben Chera going off against <laughs> Toronto. Um, Karis Levert's been playing okay. Maybe John Collins. I don't know who else. Who's who's another Ford I should take? I really don't want to take another Raptor. I I, yeah, I don't I don't double up on players. Yeah, Cheapy with Eric Gordon, and then I'll splurge. Yeah, because I'll, Beal I'll, is still is out for two or three. Yeah, weeks. I'll splurge on my center. How much money do I have left? I took. I ended up taking uh, Grayson Allen for some of my lineups because yeah, I was thinking Grayson um, Allen. he has big games or, or shit games, and he he plays thirty I'm minutes sometimes, another. so he's cheap. Okay. Well, now you're. What's your cap now? What are you at? Your what's your max? I'm gonna go marketing. I'm just gonna go marketing. So I I pretty much filled up the budget. Oh, wow, right to zero. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so finalized roster. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Now Red. this is the this is the only contest for nice. Dab, for Dab Wow, that's that we should charge them like four thousand dollars for that. You all right there, not man. use this like you. There's no button to use the same lineup for all the contests, which annoys mm. the hell out of me because then I got to go back and see who I picked, and I'm like, no, yeah, I don't want to do that. So Phil um, is winning the week. He is. Oh, is there an overall leaderboard? Oh, yeah, for the overall week? leaderboard for this week. Last oh. week, Phil is nowhere on the leaderboard, and I didn't see last week. Just... Phil is second place behind Poker Pro. Eric. <laughs> Oh my wow. god! Wow, Poker Pro Eric, that guy is wow. everywhere. Wow. Okay. Amazing. Any other names on there? No. No. Names no. Right don't now. know anybody else. That's right. No. No. A single other person on there. Bang away. Uh, all right, Phil. Before we wrap out, um, there's a couple a couple announcements, and then Ooh. also one video I wanted to show you. So first announcement 
is that uh, we're going to be releasing some historical podcast episodes as NFTs. And if you joined the first Mint Holiday Party last week, which is gated to our Discord members the day one, uh, we did announce this last week. But basically, we're going to release uh, five different um, classic episodes from 2021 uh, on a on a uh, platform called Pods, where they're the first ones to kind of like make a real platform for making podcast NFTs. So we got five five classic episodes of some of the most classic Top Shot ones. Phil, you're in two of those episodes. Yes. Uh, one of them is a live show. Uh, I don't know. We're going to sell them for a couple bucks each, uh, both as like a support thing. And we're also going to launch a bunch of like contests and rewards for people who do collect them. So stay tuned. We're, I think we're going to try and do that next week. The startup, but uh, but it's run by Lucas Campbell. Uh, and I think we're going to get him on, the guy who started Pods, we're going to get him on the show as well, Phil. Uh, to wow. chat us through it and, and just have a good time with us. Uh, he recently joined the Discord where Stone Cold appropriately stunned him immediately. So, <laughs> I didn't see that. I totally oh, missed yeah. that. Yeah, I haven't so seen one of those in a long in time. Yeah, so that's going to be a lot of fun, something kind of fun and new and experimental that we're going to do. Uh, so yeah, so keep an eye out on that. When we have it, when, when it's live, we'll talk about it on the show. We'll post it in the link. You guys can check it out. Uh, and be very keen for you guys to, to collect it because I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Phil, the other thing, this is on Instagram. This is a highlight. This is or this is a low light. And I don't know if you saw this, but it was dubbed as worst worst Christmas tree in Ontario. Yes. On oh Instagram. my God. You Thank you it? for bringing this up. We should have talked about this first tonight. You have to see this. Hold on. If you're listening on Spotify right now, hit yeah. pause. Head on over to YouTube. I don't know what the time mark is going to be on this, but I'm going to put the go link. To... I'm going to put the link. So okay. just, I'll put it as the first. You have to description. see this. Yeah. All right, this is from Aurelia, Ontario. I'm very familiar with this. It went viral, okay? It is a huge Christmas tree lighting ceremony, like the ones you see on TV, like the ones you see in, in New York, in uh, Rockefeller Center, and all that stuff, okay? In Aurelia, Ontario. The entire community has gathered to see the tree lighting, okay? Now head on over to YouTube, and you got to check this out. LG, let's see this. This is amazing. Okay. I'm gonna post. It's an Instagram link, so I'm going to post it. <laughs> Are you guys ready? Okay, you have here we go. never seen anything like this. <laughs> listen, listen. People are like, Is that it? Is that it? Yeah. And watch. <laughs> people start walking away now. Watch. At the end, there's people that are like, All right. There's a new countdown that starts. No, the spoilers are leaving. Watch. That's it? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that is it. Okay. We'll go down. Anybody who's too lazy to click on the link, it's like a crowd of like it's a small town, Aurelia. That's a lot of people live there, but it's a small town vibe. They're out in some public square. There's this massive tree. You can't even see how big the tree is. It's obscured by darkness. Like huge. And then the countdown, and when the countdown ends, like literally a sliver of the tree down the middle lights up like there's only lights like only down the tree the trunk that's it and there's like not even a reaction from the crowd there's not even you know something like that's supposed to be like a, ooh, or oh yeah like, like that. screaming this, and stuff. zero reaction whatsoever like like it, people acting like there's a malfunction or it hasn't started yet <laughs> okay really but sad. hold on was that the actual tree or was there an actual malfunction there i have no idea I, I made up the there's no part. way any single person at City Hall over there or who has anything to do with this was, was going to gather a crowd of hundreds or thousands of people and light only a tiny little part of the tree. 
Like that makes no sense. Something obviously went wrong, man. There's, okay, I refuse. So I don't want to believe that, but one of the comments says, apparently there is history to that tree and it's dying. They apparently didn't think it could hold the lights without more damage. That is brutal. That is the saddest tree lighting in history. And don't have a ceremony since since the Charlie Brown tree there with all the little pine needles that fall. Like that's that's pathetic. The best was the guy. The, the guy in the back is the best. Where he's like, "That's it. That's oh, yeah. it, eh? I guess and that's then somebody it. called it. I call it the tree dough. Oh God, yeah. Meh. No, that's yeah. No, that that, that it does. Uh, the comments are saying it looks like the Festivus pole in Seinfeld, which, if you know <laughs> yeah, that reference, right. it totally looks exactly <laughs> like that. That's pretty awful though, because you can also tell when there's these tree lighting ceremonies, like they milk it, like they're like it's at seven, but then they light it at like eight thirty. You know what I mean? They make yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. Cold. They have announcements. Oh, they have everything. Yeah, performances and the, oh, oh yeah. yeah, and then oh. and, and it better be spectacular by the time you get there. And that one it's is, usually uh, at I the end that. of probably their local Santa Claus parade, which took all day. Everybody yeah. throws their asses off. You know, the hot chocolates are out. The the marshmallows are out. They're hyping this thing up as you know it's going to be lit the entire holidays, and we're one of the first ones to do it. Oh man! And then the most pathetic lighting of all. I would have booed. You know me. I would have started booing immediately. There wouldn't have oh, even yeah. been a, a second chance. Oh, yeah. Um. So I don't know. That's. I'm telling you, go to YouTube and check it out. I, I'm so glad you brought that up. I totally forgot about that. The first link in the description is that video. Okay, so if anybody is too lazy, just, so just good, click on the first link. It's I, I literally already wrote it down. It's called Worst Christmas Tree Ever. Uh, and that's the first thing. Uh, Phil, last announcement. You know what this is going to be. And it was the last announcement of the Christmas party. Um, there we go. Drum roll. I, and don't, don't take this the wrong way, everybody, but I don't know how many more podcasts we're gonna do this year oh, oh and it's because imminently i'm gonna have a baby whoa <laughs> now, like, when I announced last week, i just said i'm having a baby <laughs> and then and then because everyone in the christmas party was like muted it was like <laughs> yeah, there was no reaction was pure yet. silence and then like well, they took forever to unmute their mics like the oh, chat wow, went wow. nuts though the chat was very the chat went nuts it's um, like that at work meetings too lg it's always like some people unmute themselves to clap and i find it weird yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's like you don't say a word the whole time and all of a sudden i'm here like oh yeah wow so anyway big news uncle phil in the house baby uncle phil yeah i know wow. uncle phil, you're you're i mean you're 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 uncle phil on the other side but this is your now you're gonna be uncle this is phil. my first you're gonna be uncle phil, phil to a du, to a ducette that's right you first were, you're, you're uncle, uncle duties, phil baby. to many non-ducettes but this is you're gonna be this will be this will be your first uh true blood a uh, niece. Wow. Uh, or, or wow. Gender reveal too. Wow. Gender reveal. Oh, yeah. Wow. And we're that having is, a girl. That is incredible. Um, we're very close. We're at the we're at the very end game of, of pregnancy. Uh, so we're very very close to the end. I've kept it very private until now because uh, we're actually quite private with that stuff. If if you can believe that, listening to me talk on the podcast. Uh, anyway, so I don't know. Um, it's kind of day by day right now. Uh, I'll be taking some time off when we do have the baby. So I don't think the podcast is going to keep running. Phil. <laughs> has uh has been on the fence about running some kind of chaotic twitter spaces every week so i don't know i'm not gonna hold them to well, it has to through the holiday season um but either way i think we'll be back on the air in the new year maybe not to start the year but i'm gonna kind of take it day by day it's our first kid so um yeah hopefully i mean i i hopefully we're back we have another episode or two yeah. uh because we're not quite 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 there yet you but never know um, you never know yeah these things can happen very suddenly or can take their time as well so um, either way, make some kind of note uh, at some point when that does happen, just so you guys know. And thanks in advance to everybody who's already sent some some warm wishes and 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 very excited. We're very excited. 
Um, and yeah, so we're going to be do a little first mint pause uh, while I take care of my first wow. child. Wow. Good luck, Later. big daddy. <laughs> I didn't even think about the Uncle Phil thing until somebody said it last week in the Discord. Listen, I, didn't, I, I didn't even think of that. I was starting to wonder if I would be an uncle first or a grandpa first. Because <laughs> it, it, it is it, it, it has a chance of being pretty close. But listen, I am not ready for the grandpa title. I'll tell you that. Like That, that would be outrageous. Like, look at me. Do I look like a grandpa? What's the jackass on, movie, man. Bad Grandpa? Yeah, I love Bad Grandpa. That's one of my favorite skits of theirs of all time. Is that Grandpa that just goes on rampages? Um, yeah, and no, I'm not ready to be a grandpa. We're good. Well, your kid, your your son, your oldest son, Phil, is the age I was when you had a kid. That's right. Like that's <laughs> that's crazy, man. <laughs> so it's not that far fetched. It's no, actually not no, that far fetched. It's not that crazy. It's, it's close. Yeah, that's it's been his entire his entire life up until being, and uh, that will be like there, and that will be like his like fifteenth cousin now, and mm -hmm. and and like I said, he might have kids the same age as as the cousins. So that's it. <laughs> that's and crazy. The first one with his with his with his same last name, the same with another Doucette, Phil. That's what matters. Is we our family is so small in terms of the Doucette actual tree. So um, adding another one. Wow. Congratulations, LG, on, on behalf Thank of you. Uh, everybody. I'm super effing excited. Can't swear anymore. Kids are going to be too young. But super excited. Everyone's excited for you. I think the whole community was excited. And uh, hopefully we get one more show in before that happens. That's all I'm going to say. I think we will, but can't make any guarantees with this kind of okay. stuff. You never, That's know. Right. you never know. So maybe so, yeah. maybe we won't see you until after the holidays. We'll see. After after I'm a change. I feel like I feel like when you have a kid, like your brain changes. You know what I mean? I feel oh like your God. your brain chemistry like rewires itself. You're, you're about to find out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. That's it for today. Hopefully it's not not it for the year. Um, but yeah, hopefully we're back next week. And and to all the Americans, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiver, baby. All the Canadians, happy Black Friday week uh and Cyber Monday next week. And um yeah, Phil, it's going to be an exciting end of the year one way or another. Bonne chance, mon frère. Hey, merci. All right. Thanks, Thanks. everybody. See you next week. See Maybe. Ya. Never know.